eight seconds left. The Minnesota Wild six-game point streak going to come to an end here. As the Jets have taken the first three games of the season series. They win this one, doubling up the Wild six to three. All the magic was left in St. Paul. No furious comeback this time. The Wild fall at Canada Life Center. Out there in Winnipeg, Tom Reed is ready and waiting. Uh, Tom, they, they gave a valiant push. They threw some pucks towards Brassois, but he was up to the challenge. Wild fall short on this night. Yeah, and this is a team, when you look at uh, <clears throat> the Jets, they're a very, very healthy team. There's no doubt about it, and they, they've got a good squad, and they're well coached. And Minnesota, the, the, I thought they had really good chances tonight, Kevin. It wasn't they were sitting back. They weren't. They were taking it to the, the Jets, trying to make something happen. I think just the, the fact that the Minnesota shot them 39-30 uh, tells you something. But they had good chances. They just didn't uh, weren't able to find the openings that they needed to get to get those goals. But all in all, Minnesota's had a, has, they've had a pretty good run. There's no question over the uh, the last number of games that they have stepped up here. You look at the the month of February for Minnesota. Now they've gone uh, five one and one. So they picked up points, you know, in in six of those those games. And hopefully they will continue to do so as they head back to the cities tonight and then have to go up to Edmonton, which is always tough, as we know with. Connor McDavid and staff, and uh, then you're on to Seattle, which is a team right there also vying for that final playoff position as well. Wild gave up seven goals yesterday. They gave up another six today, albeit the last one was into an empty net. Uh, you starting to have some issues, some worries about your goaltending? No, you know, I, I, I don't. I think it, with uh, Gus, I think it was just one of those situations. I mean, it wasn't really happy the way he played. And he's he's a little fragile when th- something doesn't go his way. And then, then you have to make the change. They did that yesterday after two periods. And I thought Flower came in. He gave up two goals and four shots. So uh, you look at it, goaltending, if you don't have goaltending, you're not going to win a lot of hockey games. I'll guarantee you that. So they've got to find a way to get those guys back in, in sync again to make sure that they both can uh, do the job they have to do, and that's to win some hockey games this hockey club. Goaltenders have to win games at times. Don't like to do this uh, in a defeat, but I'll do it. The catalyst of the game, Tom, who is it? And probably from the Jets' standpoint. Yeah, from the Jets, I, I think when you, when you look at what they were able to accomplish, I think of a lot of a great job tonight. He had three points, two of those being goals, and uh, uh, just one of those guys who gets the opportunity to make the most of it, and he certainly did that tonight. But I thought for Minnesota, you look at Rossi with two goals, and could have had a third almost near the end of the uh, the period there, but didn't quite work out for him, but he had a good game as well. All right, Tom, thank you. Thank you. Tom Reed out there in Winnipeg for the Jets. He gives his catalyst of the game to Gabriel Velarde. Two goals and three points for him. Pair of goals for Marco Rossi in defeat. The two of them combined for the catalyst of the game. Presented by Catalyst Supply Co. Building materials and install support for the modern professional. Wilder doubled, doubled up in the peg. They lose 6-3. We'll break John Hines' postgame comments and more coming your way. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Well, for our XL Energy big save of the game, we're going to go to Laurent Bressois. He had a pretty decent game, and he was awarded the number one star of the game there by the Jets media, in fact. 36 saves total. Marco Rossi did get a couple past him and almost got that third one. If he does it, maybe more magic up there in the peg on back-to-back occasions. We know what the Wild were able to pull off yesterday in St. Paul. 
How cool would it have been to have three hat tricks in two days? Marco Rossi, just this close, but Broswan says, no, not today, my friend. I deliver the XL Energy big save of the game. Rossi able to take over, got it to the point Chisholm, now Johansson centering, Rossi, a shot, Broswan looked behind him, but he's got it under his left pad as Marco Rossi nearly had his first NHL hat trick. Yeah, Brassoir, it would be a second career multi-goal game for Marco Rossi. Uh, Laurent Brassoir able to seal that stop. Nine saves total for Brassoir in the third. Three-period total of 36. Denying Marco Rossi the hat trick. Not our favorite thing in the world, but for him, it's pretty good. And he gets the XL Energy. Big save of the game, powered by XL Energy. Wild lose 6-3. And see their point streak stopped at 5 Five, I'm sorry, stopped at six. Five, one, and one in their last six overall. Eight, three, and one in their last 12. 17 out of a possible 24 points, but tonight they lose in regulation. They get nothing for their efforts, and now they've got more tough stops on the horizon as this road trip continues on Friday and Saturday. We'll preview that. We'll hear from John Hines, and we'll have more as we roll forward. This is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Off, throwing one in front for Rossi and his one touch went back across the green. Stopped by Brossois. Rebound not clear. Chisholm left circle. Rossi taking his shot. He scores! Marco Rossi, a power play goal. And with 5.50 to go in the second period, he beats Brossois cleanly past his glove. And the Wild with some life in Winnipeg. They trail 3-1. to one. Yeah, Marco Rossi giving the Wild some hope after the Jets stormed in front. Three rip. Velarde and Appleton. 14 seconds apart in the first period. Then Kyle Connor delivers his 20th of the year to open the second. Wilder down 3-0, but Marco Rossi taps his stick and gets the pass in the left circle and puts it inside the far post under Brassois' glove. Gives the Wild some life. 3-1 is your score after two periods of play. We'll uh, re- continue our recap and our highlight bed in a second, but first let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. When we last left you, the Wild were down 3-1, heading to the third, and then it went from bad to worse when Velarde scores again on the power play. 58 seconds later, Sean Monahan, with his 18th of the year, makes it 5-1. Does so on a 75.1 mile per hour shot. I know that, because I have stuff at my service. But the Wild aren't done at that point. They still, we know what they did yesterday, right? Mounting the furious rally. I think they had that in the back of their mind today because then they started to climb that ladder. Goldie back on it. Off to Zuccarello left side. Seven and a half minutes to go. Wild down 5-1. to one. Eric Sinek to Kaprizov. And he scores. Kirill Kaprizov, a power play goal on a beautiful passing play. And the Wild inch back a bit closer. It's 5-2. What a cool setup by Jules Eriksenek. Just flips a little backhand pass from the side of the cage to Kaprizov waiting there in the right circle and he rips a bomb 12-33 of the third it's on the power play 24th of the year for Kaprizov keeps his point streak going and Jules Eriksnek and Zuccarello will get the helpers Wild are down three Marco Rossi cuts into that even further Tip just away from the reach of Middleton back on it is Rossi to the point Kaprizov firing they score 
it tipped in front. Rossi's going to get his second of the game, I believe. And with 5.49 to go, it's 5-3. Yeah, Wild within a pair. 14-11 of the third. Under five minutes left to go. Just under six minutes left to go in regulation. The Wild have hope. But unfortunately, El Nino dashes those hopes. He scores into an empty net. That's all she wrote. Wild fall 6-3 and see their point streak come to an end. Between the pipes tonight for the Minnesota Wild, Marc-Andre Fleury. He addressed the media. Let's head on out to Canada Life Center and catch up with the future Hall of Famer. It's kind of just the emotions of the Wild and Last yesterday, such a dramatic feel-good win, and then today, how would you just kind of rate yeah. it? Is it both ends of the spectrum? Does it feel like it? Uh, obviously, it was you know a great comeback last night and great feeling to win. Um, big points for us, also, right? Um, but I, don't, I still think we played good tonight. You know, right? it wasn't, wasn't a bad, wasn't a bad, a bad game, and uh, we played a good team again, right? And we, we did fine. Really good, actually. Did you think here we go again? Like when yeah, yeah, late in the second yeah. or and then the third? Yeah, and yeah it's like when we start scoring and then the third again, right? Just some time left and um, our guys were buzzing, you know, around the net and stuff. So we just missed one, you know, almost through the legs, so almost went through and mm-hmm. um, and the score and the empty net. But yeah. The second goal, a bit of a backbreaker just to, you know, to give it up so quick after the power play. That second goal. Yeah, we went around. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, when you give up one, you don't want to give him too much momentum, right? Um, I don't know when I came across. I tried to. I didn't see the release in one, and it was in. And uh, obviously, like I said, it's a good team, and they can shut it down pretty good, right? So, uh, not easy coming back, but um, proud of the way that the guys battle till the end. You know, trying to get something going. Yeah. Kind of need to find the team's game somewhere in the middle maybe of these two games like yesterday was exciting today yeah. there was flashes but probably yeah. somewhere more like a 2-1-3-2 two, two <laughs> would be a little more workable right now with the race you're in um, yeah I think for, for goalies it's more fun right but I, I still believe you know we didn't give up too much right it was uh, two two tips in the third that changed direction the power play goal uh, then was nice play right on the back door and a couple shots I didn't see and you know also I don't think we, you know, we got outplayed or by any means, you know. So, sorry. Um, yeah, so I'd, not to worry. Put that one behind, learn, right, and keep going. Yeah, good opportunity to reset, go home for a little bit, and then yeah. tough back-to-back next. Yeah, again. Uh, yeah, it's, it won't be an easy one, right? And um, every point matters so much right till the end of the season. And, um, you know, Edmonton obviously is, is doing very well right now, and Seattle's battling with us or the playoff spot, you know, so it'll be uh, two big games for us. Flurry suffers the loss on 24 saves, falls to 11, 10, and 3 on the season. 23-13-0 all-time against the Winnipeg Jets. Tonight, the Wild are doubled up by the Jets in Winnipeg. 6-3 is the final. John Hines is next. This is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Circle favor up top to Guerrero. Makes a one-timer. Set it to Boldy. Fanned on his shot. And the Jets carve it ahead. They've got a breakaway. And an empty net. Nino Niederreiter scores. 
That's a wrap. Finishes off a 6-3 loss to the Jets in Winnipeg. Wilder 0-3 this season against the hated Winnipeg Jets. Of course, they lost a couple in that home-and-home series at the end of December. Now they fall on this night at Canada Life Center. Again, 0-3 on the season series. They've lost four in a row in the series in general, dating back to last season. They've also lost four of their last six at Winnipeg. John Hines addressing the media. Send you back out to Winnipeg one more time. Didn't go in, but I thought the, uh, you know, the chance generation, expected goals, chances for ozone time. Um, you know, I think lots of those things were were in our favor, uh, but it didn't get in tonight. So I think we got to bear down. You know, I think the process to get to those chances was good, but um, you know, when you get that many looks and you get that you're that attacking offensively, you got to find a way to find it, get to the back of the net. Yeah, it was such a weird game from that perspective, right? I mean, it, just, it, it seemed like you always had the puck and just couldn't couldn't bury it, especially in the second period when you really had a lot of looks. Yeah, you know, I, I, I certainly think uh, the last two nights we played two top teams. And um, I think when you look, you know, expected goals and, and offense at a five-on-five perspective, we've been the better team on both in both games. Uh, last night, we were, you know, we scored four five-on-five goals, you know, and then we had the power plays. And then tonight, um, you know, it didn't go in. I think that, like I said, I think there's lots of good in our game right now. And, and uh, unfortunately, tonight, um, for as much as you can, control the play and generate those things we, we got to bear down when we have we have open nets or in scoring areas you know we're getting to those areas but tonight it didn't go in for us did you think still like here you go again in the third when you get a couple in a row quickly did you see that maybe another comeback in the works yeah not even so much i i, I felt like that in the, in the second period um you know we we the score could have been different after the second as well it wasn't and then you know we continued to push and generated the chances but they didn't go in tonight Jets power play in the first period. Do you think that kind of changed the momentum? Because it seemed like you guys really were pushing hard at the start of the first until that. Well, I thought it was a great start for sure, uh, and then um, you know they get they they got the power play goal, and then obviously it gets you know on the road. There's momentum swings, right? So I thought they generated a little bit momentum from that, and then they scored shortly thereafter. But then you know I thought in general, other than that little span, I thought we were pretty good. So you're not concerned like falling behind and having to kind of be in rally mode these last few games. Those are just you know, those games one-offs or is there something there like to not chase the game? How much that benefit you right now? Uh... I mean, it's not ideal where you want to be able to chase the game, but I think, you know, against some pretty good teams, we've shown that we can generate that offense and you can push. And that, that is part of part of games. You have to be able to come from behind. And uh, But ideally, you'd like to be able to play with a lead or an even game. Uh, you know, so I think there's there's some things we'll look at that. But I think when you look from an, from an attacking offensive perspective and give yourself the best chance to win games, I think we did a lot of good things in the last two nights. Bogosian looked like he was in a lot of pain on the bench there at the end of the first. Do you have any update on him? Uh, I don't have an update yet, just other than he wasn't going to return tonight. Okay. The head coach of the Minnesota Wild is John Hines, addressed the media following the 6-3 loss in Winnipeg. Yeah, that makes a bad situation even worse. Zach Bogosian's been playing so well for this Wild team, and I'm not sure exactly what happened if he got a stick 
or a skate up high. It was Neil Pionk and him to the right of Fleury in the corner in the wild defensive zone, and he got clipped up with something, went to the bench, and we haven't seen him since. Suffered what they call an upper body injury, so missed the final 40 minutes and change of this hockey game, but that's a blow. You know, That's uh, the, he was playing some important minutes for this team with no uh, Jared Spurgeon for sure, and uh, his uh, presence will be missed. Who knows? Maybe two games, two days in between games, we'll get him back out there in time for the high-flying Edmonton Oilers. That's what's next for the Wild. Friday night, they make the trip to face off against Connor McDavid and the Oilers. Quick break, and then when we continue, we'll preview what's left of this road trip as it continues this weekend. We'll, we'll set the stage for that and more when we roll forward. This is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Obviously, it's, we gave ourselves a chance to win, and we won uh, the one where we got seven on us. But um, you know, it's you know, we, we got to clean, clean that area up. Um, so, yeah, again, not perfect, but uh, you know, I think it wasn't it wasn't a bad effort. That's the voice of Brock Faber. Yeah, think about it. The Wild give up 13 goals in two games, and they split the two contests today. They give up six and a 6-3 loss to the Jets in Winnipeg and see their six-game point streak come to an end. Now 5-1-1 one one in their last seven, getting 11 out of a possible 14 points. As mentioned, 8-3-1 in their last 12. Still 17 points in the last, 17 of 24 points in the last 12 games. They'll suffer defeat tonight and fall to 26, 24, and 6. Those 58 points still remain two back of the idle St. Louis Blues in the chase for the final wildcard spot in the Western Conference. As we look at the out-of-town scoreboard, the update from Sin City, not good news. The Nashville Predators have opened up a 2-1 lead over the Golden Knights in Vegas. Still lots of time left in that hockey game. 13-35 left to go in period number two. The Predators and Wild started the night tied for ninth place in the conference. Against the Jets, Wild 0-3 on the season series. They've also lost five of their last seven trips to Winnipeg. Marc-Andre Fleury suffers the loss. 24 saves. He falls to 11-10-3. That's a wrap on this night and this trip to Winnipeg. Never a pleasant experience going to Winnipeg, is it? Maybe it'll be better in Edmonton or possibly Seattle. That's what's left this week. A couple of games against the Pacific Division on the road. Friday, it's the Oilers, and they've won 20 of their last 23 games. They haven't lost at home since December 16th. Talk about a tall task. The two teams split the first two games. Wild won 7-4 in St. Paul back in October. Oilers took the rematch in Edmonton. That was December 8th. The three was the final. That's where the Wild will be on Friday night. Pre-game at 7.45. Puck drops at 8 o'clock on most of these same stations. If you're listening in on KFAN in the Twin Cities, extended pre-game starts at 7 o'clock, so you won't want to miss that on KFAN in the Twin Cities and KFAN.com slash listen. Special thanks to Colin Lance. Steiner, Jackson Rebel, and Aaron Sickman. And for Joe O'Donnell and Tom Reed, I'm Kevin Falness. Enjoy your night. We'll talk to you this weekend on the Minnesota Wild Radio Network. You've been listening to Minnesota Wild Hockey. Marcus Johansson, cross ice, a shot by Goudreau. He scores! 
Join us next time right here for more wild hockey action. Back out in front. Skate save flurry robbing Nieder Ryder and then he fought off the rebound from Appleton. Wild Hockey is an exclusive presentation of the Minnesota Wild, the National Hockey League and the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.